Which one is your best bet? The Roth IRA where the gains are tax-free or a traditional IRA where the gains are tax-deferred? The answer might not be as obvious as it sounds. Today, we're going to look at a common choice we're faced with is whether or not to put money into an IRA where we get an immediate tax deduction or a Roth IRA where we do not get a tax deduction and the gains are tax-free. This is a trade-off that we make all the time. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into comparing a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA and the pros and cons and the benefits of doing a Roth conversion. If you're not eligible to contribute to a Roth, right, then a Roth conversion might be a good solution for you. Hello and welcome. Danette here. Thank you for tuning in to the Ready to Retire podcast. If you're interested in learning more about personal finance, then please consider subscribing so that you can stay informed when we release new episodes like this one. I'm pleased to announce that I have made available to you a free financial planning tool. If it isn't obvious, I'm a big fan of financial planning, and we have the ability to make a financial planning tool available to you for free. I will put a link below in the description. Danette here. And welcome to the Ready to Retire podcast, where we share real life stories and actionable tips and strategies to help you along your financial journey. Are you ready to retire? Let's go. Let's start by doing a quick review of the differences between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. For a traditional IRA, contributions may be tax deductible in the year they're made. Depending on your income and whether you or your spouse are covered by a retirement plan at work, the earnings within the account grow tax deferred, meaning you won't pay taxes on dividends, interest, or capital gains until you start making withdrawals. For example, when we own a mutual fund, if we own it in an IRA, and at the end of the year, it distributes capital gains, you do not pay taxes on those capital gains. If you owned the same mutual fund in a regular account, in a regular brokerage account, and it distributed capital gains at the end of the year, which they normally do, then in a regular account, those capital gains would be taxable in the year they were distributed. In a traditional IRA, you do not pay taxes when you make your contribution. You get to deduct that money from your ordinary income. When you make your withdrawals, that's when it's taxed. With a Roth IRA, you make contributions with after-tax dollars, meaning you won't get a current year tax deduction for your contribution. The significant advantage is that your earnings grow tax-free. Unlike the traditional IRA, when you withdraw your funds in retirement, both your contributions and your earnings are tax-free. That's the big benefit of a Roth IRA is that the earnings grow tax-free. 
When it comes to contributing to a traditional IRA, the big difference is that the money you contribute is deducted from your ordinary income in the year that you make the contribution. And for a Roth IRA, the money is not deducted. Most of us choose to make the contributions to the traditional IRA because it gives us that immediate upfront benefit of a deduction of our income taxes. The other problem with the Roth IRA is that if your income is too high, you won't be eligible. Eligibility also depends on if you're covered by a retirement plan at work. That's where a Roth conversion comes in for people who have a really high level of income that can't contribute to a Roth but want to, now they have the option to do something called a Roth conversion. That means you take money out of your traditional IRA and you put it into a Roth. The amount that you convert into a Roth then gets added to your ordinary income and is taxed. Sometimes people don't want to do the Roth conversion because they have that immediate tax payment. And like I said before, that we're really tax averse. And if you can pay the immediate tax payment with money that has already been taxed, meaning you don't take it from your IRA to pay the taxes, and you can do the conversion, then most of the time, depending on your age and your circumstances, of course, you're better off to do that conversion. When the laws changed a number of years ago, I did an analysis of every single one of my clients. And in every case that I ran an analysis for, the answer is they would have been better off by doing a Roth conversion. The other benefit back then, which we don't have today, is that if you have kids, they could have taken the money out of the Roth over the course of their lifetime. And then the benefit for doing a Roth was absolutely huge. Now, with the SECURE Act 2.0, that's changed. And so now we have a 10-year window in which our non-spouse beneficiaries have to take the money out of the Roth. So in terms of longer-term planning, like beyond our lives, it's not as good as it was, but it's still really, really good. The downside of doing a Roth conversion is that if you have a large amount to convert, it could put you in a higher tax bracket. So if you have 500000 in an IRA and you want to convert that to a Roth, if you did the whole amount in one year, then that entire amount gets added to your ordinary income and is taxed at your highest marginal tax rate. What some people do when they have really large amounts to convert to a Roth, they convert the amount that will keep them in the current tax bracket, or you do like a staggered amount. So if you had 500000 you say, I'm going to do 100000 a year for five years. The other strategy to employ is if you get a large bonus at work, a large stock distribution, an after-tax amount, you can pair that and use that to pay the taxes that you would incur from doing the Roth. And then all of the gains, once you do the conversion into the Roth, all of the gains grow tax-free. 
Another great time to consider doing a Roth conversion is when the stock market is down. Because when you do the conversion, the amount that you convert over, if you reinvest into similar securities, as the stock market recovers, all of those gains of the recovery will happen in the Roth and will become tax-free. Now might be a good time to consider doing a Roth conversion. Let's talk about legislation changes over the past couple of years and the ability to contribute to a Roth 401k. If you have that option available to you at work, the rules for the traditional 401k and Roth 401k are very similar. The main difference being that you can actually contribute more into your 401k than you can your IRA. Definitely consider funding your Roth 401k if you have that option available at work. Now let's talk about the difference when it comes to making withdrawals from a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. In a traditional IRA, you have something called required mandatory distributions or RMDs. And the new age that RMDs start is 73 in 2023. And once you reach that age, you have to start taking some money out of your IRA. The full amount that you withdraw from your traditional IRA is added to your ordinary income and taxed accordingly. Now, hopefully you're in a lower tax bracket. When it comes to Roth IRAs, it's a little bit different. Roth IRAs allow you to grow your money tax-free. You've already paid taxes on the money you contributed, so when you take it out in retirement, it's all yours as long as you meet certain conditions like the length of time that you've had the money in and your age. There are no required minimum distributions for Roth IRAs. That means you can leave your money in there and grow as long as you want. So let's talk about what happens after you pass away. The rules used to allow the non-spouse beneficiaries to take a required minimum amount that was based on their age. If someone inherited an IRA when they were in their 50s, they could withdraw the IRA that they inherited over their lifetime. When SECURE Act 1.0 was passed, Congress changed that window to a 10-year window. That goes for a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. What ends up happening is in the traditional IRA, if you have saved a lot of money, let's say you have a million dollars in your traditional IRA, then if you pass away with that amount in there, then your kids, when they get it, are going to have a 10-year window to withdraw the entire $1 million. And everything that they withdraw gets added to their ordinary income and taxed at their highest marginal tax rate. Now we need to do a little bit more intergenerational planning when it comes to leaving these really large balances in IRAs. It makes sense to bring your kids into the conversation and talk about possibly doing a Roth conversion where you pay taxes, maybe at a lower rate, 
and moving some of those large IRA balances into a Roth conversion. Otherwise, your kids can be hit with a very large tax liability, which is what you tried to avoid during your lifetime. It can get really complex, all the different calculations, whether or not to do a Roth conversion, whether or not you're eligible, how much to contribute to your Roth 401k if you can. And everyone's circumstances are different. I recommend that you sit down with your financial advisor and show them what you have going on and have them help you make the decision of which one is your best bet, the traditional IRA, the Roth IRA, or both doing a Roth conversion. If you're interested in learning more about the process of financial planning, here's one of our most watched episodes. It's jam-packed with information to help you on your financial journey. I'll link to it here. Thank you for joining me today. It's an honor to have you. I hope the rest of your day is amazing. Thank you and have a wonderful day. I'm so grateful to have you join me today on the Ready to Retire podcast. If you'd like to learn more information, please visit our website at truenorthwealth.com. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.